You're listening to Fire Ecology Chats, a podcast series by the Association for Fire Ecology. Hello, everybody. My name is Bob Keane. I'm the editor in charge of the journal of Fire Ecology. Fire Ecology, of course, has a unique situation in that it provides podcasts of many of its articles that come out each month. And today, I'm very excited about our guest. Kate Wilkin is going to talk about drivers of understory plant communities in Sierra Nevada, mixed conifer forests with pyrodiversity. Good morning, Kate. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Bob? Great. Can you tell us your affiliations? My name is Kate Wilkin, and I'm an assistant professor of fire ecology at San Jose State University in their new Wildfire Interdisciplinary Research Center. So, Kate, where did this study take place? This study took place in California's Sierra Nevada dry, frequent fire, mixed conifer forests. So, tell us about very exciting results. Absolutely. For this paper, we found that pyrodiversity really fosters biodiversity. We found that diversity begets diversity, which is really exciting. I think a lot of us knew that intuitively for this system, but it was great to really be able to show it with concrete results. Yeah, and what I thought was really exciting is that it appeared that this was true at multiple scales. So could you tell us a little more about that? So in Yosemite National Park in King's National Park, we were in the mixed conifer area and we looked at the plant communities and how those related to different types of environmental and pyrodiversity metrics. And so on the ground, we looked at what is the understory plant cover, what is the plant richness, and what is the plant diversity. And ultimately, when we were trying to explain the patterns that we saw, the best way to explain that a plant diversity included the type of climatic water deficit, the most recent fire history, but ultimately the thing that had the most impact on plant richness was this pyrodiversity within about 50 meters of the plot. Yeah, that's incredible. And you know what else is incredible is number one, the number of plots you put in. But I could not believe the number of times this area that you sampled burned. Can you tell us about what you mean by pyrodiversity? Absolutely. We were really fortunate to be able to work in wilderness areas that have had use fires since the 1970s. I know they're called, have been called many different things since. I think most recently they're called prescribed natural fires or prescribed wildfires. There have been more than 50 fires, which exceeded 100 acres with mixed severity in these areas since the 1970s. Managers took a leap of faith and were able to persuade some people that they should be allowing fire to return to these systems. And so we were so lucky to be able to to observe this natural experiment that some of our early fire ecologists really set up for us. And not only did some of the areas burn six times, but you also used DNBR to get at the fire severity. So you combined severity with frequency. That was quite exciting. Right. And it was interesting because when we were thinking about what is pyrodiversity, pyrodiversity is the season that the fire occurred. It's the severity or how many trees it killed. It's how big the fire was or the extent, the frequency, number, the number of times it burned, and then any of those kind of compounded disturbances. And rather than trying to create pyrodiversity indices for 
all five of those aspects, we created a synthetic index that combined all of those into one for our biodiversity metric. So it included you know, the season, the severity, the extent, the frequency, and compounded disturbances. Tell us again what you measured for species to get at diversity. Right. So for species, we looked at plants. We looked at plant cover, which is how much area are these individual plants covering. We also examined plant richness, which is the number of individual species we found within our plot. And then also Simpson's diversity. Ultimately, we found the strongest relationship between plant richness and pyrodiversity. For the range of pyrodiversity we saw in our study site, that could influence the number of species on a plot by up to 21 additional species. Wow, that's amazing. So what would you tell the manager? How can they use this results? So for frequent fire mixed conifer forests, Things that you can do to foster pyrodiversity will also likely foster biodiversity. So allowing fires to burn from you know, spring into winter, for example, planning for some mixed severity in these wilderness areas where we have some high severity patches adjacent to moderate or low severity patches. Things that you can do to foster all of that are just incredibly important. Yeah, it is. And I was real excited about the fact that that the number of fires increase the diversity because a lot of managers feel that having too much fire in the landscape is a bad thing. But I think you've shown that it is indeed a natural part of the community. So- Absolutely. I don't think we could say, based on this paper, that fire doesn't foster diversity. I think fire is obviously showing that it's increasing the diversity here in our study sites. Thank you for getting on and telling us about your exciting paper. Kate, would you like to recognize any funding sources? Yes, the Joint Fire Science funded the first round of sampling in the early 2000s. Okay. Thanks, Kate, for a wonderful paper. And everyone, we look forward to the next Fire Ecology Chat.